want flute? I had a flute last time. Take one more. <laughs> I'm going to re-up. <laughs> I'm re-upping on my flutes, baby. Yuppie. Okay, you take one, I'll take one. Cool. Come to Egypt, have a flute. They're delightful. They're lovely. It's very sad because when I was setting up the Spotify, it was like, this doesn't only streams in the States. Oh, hey, welcome to my sister's head. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to tell you I'm recording. <coughs> Hi. <laughs> welcome back. I'm Liz. And I'm Nina. I did it on purpose. <laughs> I forgot too. I was like, I was like doing the thing. I started it. Like when you were walking over here, I was doing it. Oh. And then I saw a piece of candy in your hand. <laughs> and then everything in my brain left the building. This is our first email. <laughs> we did just get a first email. This is fucking awesome though. Like this one goes. Hiya, hiya, ladies. I have a very interesting story with lots of laughs, but it's not with one of my siblings, dot, dot, dot. It's with my best friend of 16 years. Hmm. I've been called the adopted child in their family, so I'm wondering if the story counts or not. It does. 100%. Yes. It's beautiful. Anyway, the time is early childhood. Ah. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> that, was in, that was written in there. That was in there. I was just reading it. Oh. Yeah. Like fourth grade for me or something. So a very, very young boy. I'm over at my best friend Garrett's house after school one day while both of his parents are gone running errands. We got extremely bored, and while finding something to calm our ADHD minds, we found a <laughs> bunch of big sticks in his backyard. Not branches, just large sticks. We also found a knife we could use to whittle them into spears. Now we weren't bored. We were, in fact, Indians hunting on his land with very sharp, large sticks. While, tra <laughs> <laughs> while tracking the native wildlife. <laughs> what, deer? <laughs> like crows. <laughs> Chipmunks. Mm, <laughs> squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> we stumbled upon a fluorescent orange can of spray paint. Oh, snap. Whoa. We began to paint the tips of our sticks with neon orange spray paint. Dot, dot, dot. For some reason or another, this right here was like crack to us. <laughs> One stick wasn't enough. Spray paint every fucking stick in the yard. So it began with every fucking twig, then stick, and now branch had a neon orange tip. While we thought this was harmless, I assure you it was not. His mom came home to ask us what we were doing, and we told her she wasn't too interested and didn't think much of it. Now when his dad came home, oh boy. You did what? First words out of his mouth, verbatim. But old Pete didn't have a problem with the sticks or the spray painting. He had a problem with what we were using to hold the sticks up off the ground to spray paint on. It was everywhere. I'm talking about every tree in the yard had a spot of, ne again, neon orange spray paint. Along with the trees, there was paint on the side of the house. <laughs> the driveway, patio furniture, the side of the hot tub. Patio! Basketball hoop! Okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
You said they were eight. How did they? Oh. I don't know. Oh, my God. Inside the garage and the neighbor's barn. Basically, anything that wasn't grass had paint on it. So anyway. (laughs) So anyway, he got super pissed and told us we had to scrub it off of everything. While handing us a bucket of soap and water with two scrub brushes, I decided it was the perfect time to tell him that my mom was on the way, so I can't help clean all this up. (laughs) Solid move. (laughs) Yeah. He proceeded to pull out his phone, call my mom, and tell her that I got in trouble and they would drop me off afterwards. Oh. Good job. Yeah, right. We were out there scrubbing till dark. And to this day, there's still paint on one back corner of the house because it was so dark that I couldn't see what I was scrubbing and completely missed it. But it's there as a tiny reminder of that very memorable day <laughs> 16 years ago. Luke. Oh, That was cute. That was a very cute story, Luke. That was our first email. Oh, my God. Thank you, Luke. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Next. Hey, the rest of you follow in Luke's footsteps. Yeah, send us emails, guys. Send them now, right now. We know you have stories. Everyone does. I know. Send them our way. Send them our way. Just do it. Just do it. (laughs) Just do it. Just do it. it. Just do do it it. now. Do it good. Send us an email like you should. Ooh, bars, 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 bars. (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) fake name Ashley. Okay. Along with 12 other kids are jumping on a trampoline. Now, it is one of the ones with a net. Okay. Okay. So, they got that going for them. However, unpopular opinion, I do have a conspiracy theory. And I actually think that more injuries occur on the ones with the nets because people are willing to do more like dangerous moves because they feel a false sense of security with that net because I had a trampoline growing up and we did not have a net (laughs) and we never had any injuries and it was next to a lake so like there were really opportunities for people to just do some dumb shit And they never did. And I really feel like, and I've heard so many stories about people getting injured on trampolines, and it's always with a net. Damn. Anyway. (laughs) Get rid of the nets. Yeah, I mean, do what you want. Don't protect the children. (laughs) Natural selection, okay? That's all I got to (laughs) say. Okay, I wasn't trying to say that. (laughs) No. So anyway, whole bunch of kids jumping on this trampoline. They're all having a great time. Big name Ashley and her brother and her sister and then like a bunch of other neighborhood kids are all on there and Ashley is jumping up and down and she goes to do a knee jump. Okay. When she jumps up, someone's falling backwards. So she gets pushed Uh and before she comes down, this other guy just plopped down onto the trampoline. He got like knocked down from his jump. (laughs) and so her knee goes directly into his mouth what is happening here knocks out two of his front teeth and their adult teeth oh (laughs) oh and she has like a hole in her knee 
but the end then like a tooth mark like teeth mark too but nowhere can they find the two missing teeth like they're not in his face they're not on the trampoline they're not in her knee they're in some other kid's fucking sock dude <laughs> there were at least 12 pairs of shorts and drawstrings and sh- and pockets loose ones or they bounced off the trampoline into the yard they definitely didn't bounce into Ashley's pocket because she had on ripped jeans and she was like really of all the luck (laughs) he went right in between the rip on in my jeans if maybe the jean had been there it would have cushioned it a little bit at least for her she might not have had like as big of a hole she has like you know a nice still that is terrible in her knee so then like a few years later, mm. she ran into him, you know, at like a strip mall type of situation, whatever. And <laughs> and she was like, oh, my God. Hey, like, I'm still so sorry about that one time that I knocked out your teeth with my knee. Um, and he was like, ah, don't worry about it. Like, it's super cool now because I have dentures. Because those were his adult permanent teeth. That's so. insane. That's like Nordy. Yeah. He's got one tooth that pops out. And then <laughs> he just fucks with He's like, hey, watch this. <laughs> and like wiggles it up and down. Disgusting. Stop that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. Okay. <sighs> Here is a story. And it starts. It do- There's no intro because none of these have intros. Somewhere around 1993 or 1994, when my brother first got his license, he got two speeding infractions, so they made him go to a driver court, and you had to bring your parents with you. So he didn't want our parents to know because, you know, he'd get in trouble. (laughs) So he's 16 years old, I'm 17, and he comes up to me and he's all, and he was like, please, you gotta help me out. I got these infractions. Can you go to the driver court with me? So I went with him. Aw, good brother. 17 years old, dressed up in a suit and sunglasses. And I walked into the courtroom and immediately sat down way in the back. My brother goes and sits in the front. They go through all the people and finally called him up. The judge said, is there a representative with you, like parent or guardian? So I stand up in the back, keep my head down, say absolutely nothing. And the judge goes, oh, thank you, Mr. Blah Blah. You may have a seat. And that was it. They had no idea. He had to pay his infractions or whatever. And we got the hell out of there. (laughs) And we never told mom and dad. And that was from Anonymous. Ha. No name. Thank you, no name. Yeah. Thank you guys for participating for giving us stories, if you're writing in, if you're a friend that's taking our phone calls. (laughs) Mostly our friends that we are harassing. Love you guys. It's worth it now in the beginning. And then we know once this is out there, you guys are all going to be writing in. Let me hear about your sister. Let me hear about your brother. Let me hear about your sister and brother from other mothers, please. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. A remix. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> okay. So this story starts off strong. Everybody has that weird naked thing they do after showering, right? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, mine has always been to perform concerts in my room. One time when I was around eight, 
I was taking a shower and I was thinking about what song I was going to sing today. My room was in the back corner of the house, but the bathroom was right next to my brother's room who loved to make fun of my voice. So singing in the shower wasn't, wasn't really an option for me. Anyway, I chose Hey Now, Hey Now oh, by Hilary Duff. And I one. was so excited. <laughs> um, when I get back to my room and I start singing, I get super into it. I'm pretending to be two people just like her in the movie. In my excitement, I hop up onto my chest, which was like um, a clothing chest, but it looked like a treasure chest, except that it split open in the middle instead of just like one that lifts up. It was like one that opens in the middle, you know? Oh, oh, and then it was like, like levels or? No, it just like folded to the sides, like it opened to the back. Okay, so anyway... As I'm belting out, this is what dreams are made of. I jump up in the air. I land with one leg on each side of the chest. It flings <laughs> open and I fall in and break my fucking ankle. Oh. <laughs> While at the hospital waiting for my cast, my brother chimes in with, I told you no good ever comes from you singing. <laughs> Well, I may have let you stop me back then, but I proudly sing all around my apartment, including the shower now, and sometimes even do it naked. Aww. <laughs> um, never, never let your brothers stop you from singing. I used to spend the summers with my cousins, and I went to theater camp out there, and so I would wake up in the morning, and I would put my iPod on, I would, like, play it through my speaker <laughs> and wake up with these Broadway show tunes while getting ready for theater camp. And my room was, like, right across from my cousin Douglas's room. <laughs> and he used to get so mad that I would wake up because he didn't have any camps to, like, wake up for and go to. Aww. So he wanted to sleep in. <laughs> and I woke him up every single morning. Uh, so he tried. He tried relentlessly to get me to stop but I didn't stop um <laughs> so haha keep singing Douglas <laughs> just what is that movie called sing oh the animated one <laughs> yeah yeah those are good I have a story ready for you <laughs> wait to this day can you hear someone say hey now and never resist the urge no. to say hey now <laughs> I'm I just unpromptedly sing it yeah, same. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that in there. <laughs> no, you're good. Okay, this is from our friend John, and he just... Okay. <laughs> this starts off by, <laughs> by going, This is a story of a child, a rock, and a partially innocent bystander. Oh, I have to zoom in a lot. <laughs> Sebastian and I were at my grandparents' farm where they had chickens, dogs, and lizards roaming freely. One time on the farm, my grandpa bestowed my little brother and I with a slingshot, along with the instruction of not shooting each other. So Sebastian and I are rowing the farm near a closed-off well when I spot a lizard. 
I look over at Sebastian holding the slingshot in his four-year-old hands. Oh my god! And start handing him ammo and telling him to shoot the lizard. <laughs> I didn't think it was possible for his four-year-old hand-eye coordination to be so on point. Turns out Sebastian hits it first shot, <laughs> expresses instant regret, followed by oh. a freakout and uncontrollable crying. Oh, so sad, baby, baby Sebastian. Traumatized for life. I bet. At this point, it becomes obvious to me that we should put the lizard out of its misery. So I suggest my four-year-old brother kill it. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, add to the drama. Why don't we? (laughs) Yeah. He couldn't do it, of course. So (laughs) Good, good. So we both just kind of sat there next to it till it died on its own. And then we went back home. Uh, where we returned the slingshot and never spoke of it again. (laughs) There is no happy ending to the story. It's just a sad Sebastian, which makes it funny. But moral of the story is, don't give your four-year-old a slingshot. I love how John always puts a moral in. (laughs) I know. I know. He's like, I'm giving you this story. It's coming with a message, okay? Yes, thank you, John. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> he does. We love it. That was good. That was that was that was nice. Okay. 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 Uh huh. <laughs> okay. So I like I like this story a lot. <laughs> this next story is from Lewis. Cool. So Lewis says, "I'm sitting on the bus, minding my own business." talking with my friend, when I feel something hit the back of my head. I see nothing, so I ignore it and keep talking to my friend when I feel something else hit the back of my head. This time, I feel a piece of paper on the back of my neck, and it's a freaking taco. What? You know how people used to, like, fold up that paper so and flick it at each other? You mean a football? A paper football? No, these ones were, like, smaller and thicker. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. A taco? Yeah. And you use, like, a rubber band and fling oh. it. Oh, I just did a slingshot story. Yeah. That's awesome. Here we go. Do Ooh. tell, do tell. Boys. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Love them. Uh, so he finds the taco on the back of his neck. He turns around to look for the culprit, but comes up empty. Now I sit sideways to protect the back of my head, only to be met with a taco to my cheek. This time, though, I see the culprit. It's Sam. We make eye contact. He moves to the seat behind us, standing over me. I stand up and say straight to his face, my brother could beat your ass. (laughs) Sam turns to look at Frank, my brother, throws his chin back and says, we'll see about that. He works his way closer to my brother, slowly getting another taco ready. This time, when he aims and releases, the taco comes soaring through the sky and lands in Frank's eye. Whoa. Okay. Kid's Frank got some is going to kick your ass. <laughs> Let's go, Frank. <laughs> Come on, Frankie. Frank realizes what had happened and looks up to see Sam standing there with a shit-eating grin on his face. Frank walks up to him and punches him. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sam goes to fight back, but Johnny, this younger kid with a speech impediment, oh, jumps up and grabs Sam's arms, shouting out, I got him, Frank! I got him, Frank! Aww. Frank proceeds to beat Sam's ass. <laughs> And he never bothered me again. But to this day, my brother doesn't know why Sam picked a fight with him. Because <laughs> bullies are just bullies. Well, yeah, but he picked a fight with the brother because the younger brother stood up to him and was like, my brother could beat your ass. So he was like, okay, we'll see about that. So he goes to pick a, pick a fight with the brother. And the brother never had any idea why. But it was all because of Lewis. <laughs> My sister used to have to clean up after me a lot at, at school when I was a kid. I used to, like, sell marbles. and People would be outraged. She's a hustler, baby. I was a hustler. I'd get, like, a bag of marbles for, like, two dollars $2, or, like, whatever, two pounds in Egypt. And then I'd go sell the marbles, like, individual marbles for, like, <laughs> 50 cents. Wow. Uh, oh, I sucked. This one is titled Kick Em in the Dick. Oh. Yep. Back in the day when my younger brother and I were kids, we lived in a busy neighborhood. So lots of activity, lots of kids our age. One day, my brother and a neighborhood kid, let's call him Buck, <laughs> decided they wanted to set up a fight. Like, they wanted to have a proper fight. So they weren't fighting about anything in particular, just boys being boys. Okay? Okay. Now, Buck was a bit of a known bully in our neighborhood. Oh. So I'm not sure if my brother was trying to prove himself or if he was pressured, but the fight was set. They would meet at the park after school, and there was no going back. However, at this time in our young lives, my brother and I had regular Taekwondo lessons, and we were both black belts. Obviously, my brother has the upper hand in this scenario. So he shows up to this fight, and he is so ready. He's a freaking black belt. Nothing can stop him. <laughs> he ain't ready. He ain't ready for what's coming. <laughs> Nothing can stop him, okay? He's going to take this kid down so quick. <laughs> They're now face-to-face -face in the makeshift ring, a.k.a. the basketball court. They shake hands, go to their places, and the fight begins. My brother immediate, immediately gets in the proper fighting stance, ready for battle. Oh. He got in the appropriate Taekwondo fighting stance. Which is the wide legs apart. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> this was the moment Buck saw his opportunity. He charges my brother and kicks him in the balls. Buck saw his opportunity and took it. Yeah, Buck sucks. He takes him down, and the fight was over just as quickly as it began. But luckily, one of my brother's friends ran over to our house, knocked on the door, and told me he was hurt. I run over to the park to find my brother and get the full story. He explains how they had set up a fight and how Buck took a cheap shot. Now, normally, I wouldn't have taken matters into my own hands, but this little shit Buck had actually kicked my brother so hard that the zipper got caught in dangerous places and broke the skin. Oh. Yep. So, of course, I die laughing. <laughs> Not at the fact that he was hurt, but at the whole situation. Because, come on, that shit is hilarious. And once I regained my composure, I knew it was my responsibility to stand up for my baby brother. I had to go teach Buck a little lesson about cheap shots. 
So I track him down. We hash it out. He tries to start a fight. We tussle. I win. And he never bothers my brother again. Oh, and yes, there is a scar. A tiny little scar in his nuts to this day as a small reminder to always bring a cup to a fight. (laughs) Isaac. (laughs) (laughs) Isaac! Oh! (laughs) Oh my God, that's amazing. That's so amazing. Yeah. Thank you, Isaac. Mm. Thank you for that fabulous story. <laughs> Lovely. Isaac is a friend of ours in real life. <laughs> if that, yeah. That's a, a thing we should probably let you guys know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was great. I mean, most of these are from our friends, and we love you guys. Yeah, but some don't want their yeah. names shouted out. <laughs> it's fine. Which is totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Liz. Personals? Personale! Okay, well, today today is actually the anniversary of my grandpa Dougie passing. And so oh. we were in, like, family group chat today talking about different stories. Uh, so this is, this is one of those. So Jacqueline and I are 11 years apart. She was home, and I was in middle school, and our grandparents were staying with us. My dad was out at work, and Jacqueline's room was in the basement, mm. okay? Not for long. <laughs> no, she, she lived in the basement until she moved out. But it's like you, you know, right? Like, the basement is the best. You get the whole basement to yourself when you live in the basement. It's the moves for those of you siblings currently living at home still with your parents. Get the basement. Yeah. <laughs> so... It had been like two or three weeks. Jacqueline thought that there was a mouse in her room. Because, you know, we would occasionally get mice, right? We lived like on a lake. There were animals around. So my dad had put a trap down in her room. Well, she comes home from work and she goes down to her room to like change and freshen up. And... She would always bang on the walls while going downstairs to, like, scare, you know, any mouse that may be lurking around. Like, go away, a person is coming. Fee-fi-fo-fum. That's cute. (laughs) (laughs) I do the same thing, though. Like, I won't lie. When I was going to the basement, I was scared of the basement for a very long time after this incident. (laughs) So she's in her room. She did all her banging. And... She's in the bathroom. Her bathroom was connected to her room. She sees something dart across from her closet to the dresser. Except it wasn't a mouse. It was a snake. Oh, I can't do snakes. I'm like petrified (laughs) of snakes. So she's now in her bathroom and she's freaked out because she's like trapped in there. Darts to her bed to see because she's not sure, right? She's not sure. She only saw the tail. So she darts to her bed. She's like on her bed. Crouched, crouched, uh, perched. She's perched on her bed. (laughs) Crouched, pouched, perched. (laughs) And it like pokes its head out. So she's like, ah! She runs out of her room. She comes upstairs. I'm at the kitchen table. And my grandpa, and my grandpa (laughs) was legally blind and legally deaf, okay? Great. (laughs) But Jacqueline runs in screaming, there's a snake, there's a snake, there's a snake in my bedroom! 
I immediately freak the fuck out, hop up on my chair, because that feels like the safest place to be. And so I'm like hugging the post of the chair and standing there and I don't move. I'm I am frozen there until the ordeal is over. My grandpa, God bless him, jumps into action. He goes and grabs a broom. <laughs> and he's like, I'm off to take care of this thing. Now, granted, a few weeks, months, whatever, before there was a mouse in one of the bedrooms and he got the broom and he got the mouse. Oh, shit. Yeah, he Dougie? actually got it. Yeah, Dougie got it. It was like, oh. So, you know, there is some confidence, right? He took care of this mouse. Maybe he can battle the snake. Thank God my dad gets home (laughs) just in time to walk in and stop Dougie. So my dad, smart man, he go gets a shovel. Much better weapon of choice than a broom. Oh, nice, dad. (laughs) So he grabs the shovel and he goes into the room and he gets the snake out, gives it a good old whack. And he brings it to, like, I don't know, I guess the animal shelter or something. Shit. Um, to have them, like, identify what it is. Okay. It was a baby copperhead. Oh, shit. Jacqueline was living with a baby copperhead in her room for, here? like, two weeks at least. How'd you get in here? But I didn't go to the basement for a very long time after that because I'm terrified of snakes, especially poisonous ones. Is extra legitimate fear. And, okay, yeah, now I'm done. <laughs> Actually, Elizabeth, today is my sister's birthday. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of basements, I guess I'm going to hit you with the personal of when I was bestowed the basement. (laughs) Vanished. Well, I was trying to be nice because it's her birthday. Oh, (laughs) sorry. We can get that. (laughs) But it's fine because honestly, like that was the best thing that ever happened. So yes, um, it well for a really really long time. My sister and I shared a room at one point in Egypt. We shared a bed in a room that we shared with my grandma, and then we upgraded to a room that we shared by ourselves. And our grandma got her own room. And then when we moved to the townhouse, and it was the two of us in there for like we'll say two years. At this point in time. I was, like, in the sixth grade, and we were, like, going to different... So I was in elementary school, and she was in middle school, and we were already, like, in different social classes at that point. Yeah. And so she just didn't want to share a room with me anymore because she wanted her privacy. She was, like, you know, she's, like, a teen now, and she, like, wants to... Whatever the fuck teens do. Yeah, have her uh, space. Yeah, sure. To do her grown-up <laughs> stuff, not be around a ugh, annoying little girl. Even though I'm amazing. Anyway, so her being in middle school, she came home an hour before I did every day. So mm. she came home at 3 o'clock, I came home at 4 o'clock. So she had an entire hour at home <laughs> to do whatever she wanted without me around. Uh-oh. So we both go to school one morning, and then she comes home at 3 o'clock, And I come home at four, I'm walking upstairs, my mattress is outside of the bedroom, (laughs) and the door is shut, and I'm very confused, and there's a pile of my shit outside, and I'm like, what's going on? So I go to the door, and I'm like, what the fuck, Yara? I didn't steal your shirt. (laughs) I didn't take any of your shit. Why are you throwing my stuff outside? 
Like, what is your problem? So I'm like going for the door. Door is locked. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? I'm jiggling the handle. She won't open it. She comes to the door and she's like, you can't come in. And I'm like, why can't I come in? I, I That's my room. And she's like, oh, you don't live here anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> well, where do I live? We live in a three-bedroom townhouse. <laughs> and as far as my math is going, bedroom one, two, and three are occupied. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Your math is solid. Yeah. Where do I live now, ma'am? And she's like, I don't know. Not here. <laughs> Good luck. Figure it out. Not here. And I'm like, okay. So I have to wait for my parents to come home. So it's 4 o'clock. I have to wait until 6.30 when they get home from work. So I'm just sitting outside with all my shit on the stairs like a homeless person. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't, like, go to the living room, sit on the couch? No, I, like, I left. I left the house. I did whatever the – I don't know what. I was, like, 12. I did whatever I did then. I climbed – I was for sure outside in a tree <laughs> or in the bamboo forest, which was my clubhouse. Um, Sorry, sidetracked. Anyway, back to the thing. I like go to my parents. I complain and they're like, ooh, that's tough. <laughs> we'll just stick you in the basement. I'm legit terrified of the basement. <laughs> There's goddamn spiders down there. <laughs> oh, and that's your weakness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, my dad... Uh, the hero, he actually ended up constructing a room for me down there. The, a cor- like He went to a corner and put two walls together and built like a small room there and put a window in it because it was like a room within a room in the <laughs> basement, so there was no windows, but I had a small window that looked out into the basement, <laughs> the rest of the basement. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it was a little sliding window. I was like, hello, I'm going to close my curtain. You can still hear me, though, because the window's open. (laughs) Oh, it was annoying. But anyway, that was the best thing that ever happened because I am forever a basement dweller. I live at home with my parents. I love my parents. They're great. They let me live here for free. Haters gonna hate. Well, haters would be dumb. Yeah, right? My parents are letting me save my money and they give me food. Yeah. You have to cook your own food. Yeah, it's annoying. That sucks. It does. Not me. <laughs> there is always rice upstairs. There is always rice. It doesn't matter, baby. There's rice up there. It's lovely. It's lovely. <laughs> okay, let's do a song because it's been legit two hours. Oh, my Jesus. What's the theme? Oh, or should we do Hey Now, Hey Now? Oh. We should do that. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Um, it's cold outside. Oh, wait. Hey now, hey now. Yeah, it's cold outside. I need to wear my warm socks. It's only November 2nd. Where the fuck is all my rain gear? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not ready for cold. I'm not ready for snow. I don't know how the song Bring goes. Back summer. Bring back summer. Cause I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, <laughs> that was it. Thank you guys for joining us. As always, come Thanks back again listening. next time. Yes, thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram and MySS Podcast and send us your stories at mysspodcast at gmail.com. Or DM us on Instagram, whatever. Either way, 
Yep. Anything, please send them in. We will share them. If you don't think it's funny, we probably will think it's funny. We can't wait to hear it. We can't wait. Yes. And we'll read them all. Okay. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye-bye now. Ta-ta.